it's Zoe here, and welcome to the first episode of Generation Inspiration! I decided to start this podcast because I felt the need to shine a spotlight on what looks like an ordinary person who actually does extraordinary feats. So, without further ado, let's get talking. In today's world, society needs inspiration to drive their actions and ideas. Take a wild guess on what you think I spend all my time doing. You guessed it, Pinterest, which is pretty much inspiration overload. Inspiration is everywhere, whether it's arts, books, websites, social media, and people, of course. I know that if I heard about someone doing a courageous or kind-hearted act, I'd be more likely to go out and do the same or similar thing in hopes of receiving the same outcome. Anyway, that's basically the whole point of this podcast, to highlight these amazing and inspiring people. Every week, I'm going to bring in a special guest and basically interview them and ask a bunch of questions about what they did that could be an inspiration to others. Most of the time, they will be normal, everyday people from the outside, but once they share their stories, you'll totally think otherwise. Without further ado, our first guest, who will, who is definitely an inspiration to everyone, Ed Kennedy. Ed plays a ca- the main character in the book, I Am the Messenger, by Marcus Zusak. Guys, is this thing live? This, ladies and gents, is THE Ed Kennedy, all the way from England. Ed, Ed. Okay, so basically I saved a bank from getting robbed on just a normal day, and from then on I started receiving playing cards with a list of addresses or riddles asking me to go there and deliver a message. The places I visited each had something different that was happening, like broken families, loneliness, abuse, or just feeling lost. My job was to observe the problem and help them to heal, fix their issue, or tell them something they needed to hear. Essentially a message. I had no idea who was sending the playing cards to me, although I did try to find out a few times. Once I was done and got all the way to the hearts card, which hit closest to home, I met the person who was sending those cards. I can't recall his name, but he basically used his experience to send me a message about how an ordinary person like me could help others and be extraordinary. I realized that I was going nowhere fast, and by helping these people, I gained a sense of purpose and fulfillment. Ever since that, I gained a beautiful woman, better friendships, and a path in life. Sounds pretty cool, right? I mean, although the outcome was grand, the journey to get here was physically and mentally draining, and I wanted to quit so many times. But I kept going for some reason, even though I didn't quite know what the ending was going to look like. Good thing I didn't stop, right? Yeah, it was a very good thing you didn't stop, because the whole experience taught you so much. Sort of like an exposure method to inspire you to be greater than what you think you can be. So, I've compiled a pretty lengthy list of questions that the audience and I can really learn about what you went through and how that changed you. Because hopefully, we will all be inspired to do the same good in the world after today. So what I can gather is that your community played a huge role in your previous life and how you handled the messages. I heard about your main friends, Richie, Marv, and Audrey. I bet it was difficult to explain to them what you're doing with these other people. But from what I read, you figured out how to kind of tell them and get them in on the action. Like with the church, for example. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. So the message I had to deliver to the pastor was by far one of my better memories, because it wasn't super hard to help him. Basically, he was struggling with some family issues and getting others involved in religion and church. I know it's hard to do that, because before him, I barely attended church, just because I wasn't sure what I was getting into. By bringing the whole community together for a party and for the church to gain people, the pastor became happier and more motivated to share his beliefs. And on top of that, it was super fun to bring everyone together, because no one really bothered to interact with each other before. I 
In the book it read, the kids, the powdered ladies with handbags, the drunks, the teenagers, and the same people who were therein, week out, week in, falls down to silence. They play, and the music drums through the church, and an atmosphere I've never felt before spills through the entire crowd. When I read this, I just wanted to highlight how much community and bringing together can influence feelings of joy and purity, especially through me, because having them all on my side made me feel like I could do absolutely anything. Greatest feeling in the world, by far. Oh, So how do you think these experiences you gained flip a switch for you? Um, for me, the most parts were... Before the cards, I was really shy, timid, and especially lazy. Something was holding me back from literally everything, like a slump. But I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Probably a mix of things. Once I started helping these people, I had like a big eye-opener to how bad the world can be. And I have it way better than those people. Yet I still seem to complain about my life. I felt like especially when I witnessed that lady getting sexually abused, or the boy getting beat up by his own brother, I got a slap in the face mentally, and decided to start loving my life and doing something. I didn't want to be a nobody all my life, just because I thought that's all I was. Of course! Does that mean the biggest obstacle was yourself, then? 100%. I did not allow myself to grow because I had a closed mindset of what I could do in life. I surrounded myself with my own negativity. And a few of my friends and my mom really didn't help the situation, except for Audrey. She really was my rock, and I know she thought I could do anything. How did your mom and your friends hold you back? Well, I think the saying you are who you surround yourself with is very prominent in my situation, just because my mom thought I was too much like my dad, who was a drunk, so she never had hope in me from the get-go. More than anything, I just wanted to show my mom that I could be someone. I would never treat Audrey the way my father did to my mom, and that mindset has really made me a better man. I'm very aware of all the persevering you had to do to overcome the mental and physical hardships that those cards provided. The experience shaped you, Ed Kennedy, so with all the new th things you experienced, what was the biggest lesson you learned? Wow, that definitely is a big question. The whole thing has felt like a lesson learned, but to get specific, it'd probably be that I am so much more than what I thought I was. Like I am actually capable of growing and changing others' lives, even if I'm just a small-town English guy. Everyone that read the book should have gotten a message, too. The author intended to inspire the audience, the characters, and even himself, which he did not mention when speaking with me. That's a pretty big lesson, because it applies to almost everything. In today's world, negative images of oneself is more common than a positive image of oneself, which is mind-boggling. I was a part of that group in the beginning, but over time I started to notice my own happiness and feelings of fulfillment. I even said, and I quote, Why me? I ask God. God says nothing. I laugh in the stars watch. It's good to be alive. Crazy, right? I now say that to myself every night, because I genuinely love who I've become. You couldn't have worded it any better. That right there was the biggest reason I started this podcast in the first place. My way of giving to the world. Well, thank you so much, Ed, for answering those tough questions and for sharing your story to inspire in the first place. If everyone was a hero like you, boy, the world would sure be a better place before. Have a great evening, Ed, and I hope you continue to do good in the world. Sometimes the best thing for you is a confidence boost that makes your whole outlook on life change. For Ed, he believed his life was boring and ordinary and that he could not fix it. But with one little card, his life then and now has changed drastically, both physically and mentally. Everyone should be a hero at least once in their lives to learn new things and benefit themselves. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to tune in for next week's cast on Inspiration Generation.